Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Zuckerberg is promoting the extremism because Mark Zuckerberg is actually his site, the Zuckerberg site, has actually set up, set up like ad promotions that actually push people towards extremist sites that kill federal officers. And Mark Zuckerberg becomes a billionaire. So that's Joe Scarborough, obviously pretty fired up about Facebook and Zuckerberg. What was he talking about particularly there? Facebook and its role in federal officers being killed. Do we, does anybody know? Do we want to talk about the Boogaloo movement here? Or? No. What no. is the Boogaloo movement? I've heard you say that. I've seen it somewhere. Uh, so this is the new uh, extreme far right kind of crew um uh, uh, most this is the next most likely group to show up at a at a pizza joint thinking there's a pedophile ring in the basement does that does Boogaloos? that track with you out the there out there internet organized uh, right-wing extremists yeah, ex- yeah okay. right-wing extremists yeah called the, and allegedly that air force guy who killed a couple of cops is part of that yes and so that's the incident that he's referring to okay. in the the oakland protest there was one of these guys who was using that as an opportunity to quote-unquote try to start a race war depending on which article you okay. read of the right. scenario and, and scarborough is of the belief that facebook needs to uh find a way to monitor those and keep them off the site 
I guess. Right. Okay. And, and then you got NBC mobilizing activist groups to defund conservative websites on Google and, and Google saying you have to police your content, even as they say we don't have to police our content. And big tech just oh, scary. Saw this uh, piece in Wired.com caught my eye. Facebook groups are destroying America. And uh, it talks about how these uh, it's actually pretty interesting. Um, about how you have these private Facebook groups. They're closed groups. You know, not everybody can see what's posted and the rest of it, and families have them or or whatever. But they talk about how bad actors can infiltrate them and start spreading misinformation, trolls and Russian bot farms and the rest of it. Um, But then you get into this. Groups continue to be used for political disinformation. The Obamagate conspiracy theory is yet to be defined in clear terms, even by its own adherents. Oh, that's not right. And yet our analysis of face groups uh, groups show that the false narrative that the Obama administration illegally spied against people associated with the Trump campaign is being being fueled and nurtured there. Ah, so that's false. Even though the Just stated as fact, even though the current attorney general says that is what happened. Well, now, you might disagree with it. The inspector general, who is completely nonpartisan, says that there were many, many. Uh, uh, illegal activities and getting the FISA warrant, and the head of the FBI says, if I knew now what I knew then, I never would have signed it. But they just state it as fact in Wired that um, the false narrative, blah, blah, blah. It's it's a conspiracy theory, blah, blah, blah. It's unbelievable. So, but is there some, is there a growing belief that Facebook is like the home of right-wing stuff? Yes. And Twitter is the left-wing stuff? I'm not on Facebook. I'm on Twitter every day, but I'm never on Facebook, so I don't I don't well, really know much about it. The left thinks, thinks there's too many quote unquote Nazis on Twitter too, right? Like the, a lot of these social media sites hit the sweet spot of both sides think they're doing horribly. Um, but if you were to poll, uh, particularly, you, you know, probably 35 and unders, uh, rank the political leanings of these social media sites, Facebook would probably be the far right one. Interesting. Or the most right, not far it, right. It's but. certainly an older platform. Yes. By many years. Your average Facebooker is much older than your average Instagrammer or whatever. Snap, Twitch, Blitch. How much of Facebook Blitch. is... Blump. How much is fa- of Facebook is political at this point, or is it still dominated by a lot of people who Too just much. have... Too much. Too much is the answer. Just have pages that are about their, their, their grandkids and their lives and their new puppy and that sort of stuff. I, I don't know, but the the issue is, should uh, the evil Mark Zuckerberg, who is indeed the Antichrist... Should Mark be, Zuckerberg! Should he be uh, weighing in and finding the hate stuff and getting rid of it? Well, that opens or up at the, a... at the very least, adjust your algorithm so that doesn't become a prominent thing on my newsfeed just because it's getting a lot of engagement. <sighs> Boy, that's a tough one. That's a tough one because it, it, it is one of the... They're, they're not technically a publisher, but as one of the largest publishing outfits in the world... They allow things to be seen that you would have had to work hard to find otherwise. Mm-hmm. So their algorithms push them toward people who might be open to the idea, or at least, um, you know, of whatever the view is, yeah. or at least, you know, curious enough to whatever. Um, but would have never, you'd have never been able to find it before. You wouldn't even know it existed. I'm not on Facebook. I didn't know what Boogaloo was. But so if if I were on that was Facebook, Paul McCartney's nickname, in the early seventies. I think today's his birthday. It is. Happy birthday, Paul. How old is Paul McCartney? I'm not going to say Sir Paul, because number one, the idea of a knight is idiotic, and number two, I'm not British. 
But uh, he's 78, Michael? Uh, yeah, 78. Thank you. Same age that. as Joe Biden. Oh. <laughs> Only four year old, years older than our current president, so. Wake up. He seems to be, he's, he seems Thank to have his, his mental faculties about him. Sir Paul? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he does. He does seem sharp as can be. Fantastic. Charming fellow. Uh, anyway, what he was a Beatle, about? you know, In that band, the Beatles. Seriously. Oh, I do. Um, I do. I uh, would like it if these 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 platforms that have so much power to get information out could figure out a way to not push stuff that otherwise you wouldn't be able to come across. It's really doing them a favor. It's really doing like your most. Um, I hate using the word extreme because we've used the word extreme twenty times already in this conversation. How about but- sick? Sickos. I don't want to say that. Weirdos. A fringe. They're, they're fringe ideas that are getting put in a prominent spot, and, and then therefore just having a chance to grow. And that, that I don't think that does anybody any good. Yeah, one of the great downsides of the Internet is some of the sickest among us who couldn't... You know, it's very much like a virus. And, and I realize uh, the term viral is, is overused, but... If you think, you know, I really like having sex with children. Oh, boy. You're not going to be able to spread that virus because you can't find anybody else who's willing to take it on. And you keep it to yourself. You realize you're sick. You realize I got to keep this under wraps. I can't do it. Every time you bring it up at the bar, you get beat up. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to with the Internet, you can find 100,000 people who say, heck, yeah. Me too. You're right. That's not weird at all. Good for you. Uh, oh, that's so ugly. It reinforces such such terrible things. I mean, obviously, and we've plowed this uh, turf before, plowed this ground, but it, uh, how do I how do I put this exactly? Well, it just there are some things that should not catch. There are some things that should not be seen. They should not be discussed. Um, oh man, I saw a great ad the other day. I wish we could get it going in the U.S. It was a, uh, it was done in New Zealand, and it was a naked couple shows up at this lady's front door, super ripped dude, hot hot gal, bare ass nude. Okay, their bits are are covered up by like the railing of the porch. It's cleverly done, you know. Mm. Um, and uh, they say, "Hello, we're here to see Jimmy," and mom's like, "What? What?" And they said, well, Jimmy watches us having sex online, and we wanted to meet him and oh, talk boy. to him. And, and, and mom is, you know, aghast. And, and, and then the, the two alleged porn actors actually say some really cool stuff about, oh, yeah, I want to mention to him that, look, I never ask for consent. It just happens and all. And that's not how real life works. And I do things, you know, in these movies nobody ever does and, and nobody wants and, and, the woman's like, oh, yeah, that sort of thing. There's no real woman who wants the, the, the And we just want to let Jimmy know that. And and then mom says, oh, I think maybe it's time to have a talk with Jimmy about the difference between what he sees online and real-life relationships. And I thought that was good. Yeah. But God dang it. We're just, we're just entering that world with the kids getting better at exploring on the Internet. They don't have necessarily the, uh, the, the, you know, the sex drive thing happening yet. But just uh, exploring the internet, mm-hmm. the, the, we're we're in a, we're at a state with a ten year old and eight year old. It's more of an accidentally coming across something than a seeking it out mostly. But um, it's just, and I know every generation has said, you know, 
Today's harder to raise kids. And I'm sure they've been saying that since. And be, you know, when I was a kid, they didn't have the wheel. You didn't have to worry about some kid going out there getting run over by a wheel because we didn't have the wheel. <laughs> but the Internet is just a, a, an opportunity, and everybody knows this. I'm not saying anything new here. But the, the, an opportunity that there wasn't even anything close to that right. prior to the Internet right. for an opportunity for kids to get you know, into whether it's conversing with the some of the human beings you were just talking about, some of the worst human beings on earth my kids can talk to today oh, would yeah. have been impossible. Oh, and those people are anxious to talk to your kids right. too, and are clever at figuring out how to get to them. Yep. And um, and it wasn't even possible a few years back. It's just it's absolutely amazing. I'm surprised we haven't come up with a better way to 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 weed that out. To have that stuff harder to get to, that it's that it's still as wide open as it is on the internet. Is it a technical difficulty? Is it a First Amendment difficulty? Is it all wrapped together? Yeah, there, it's really complicated. I still don't understand why all pornography can't be on a on a you know dot xxx website, and it's everybody can go there who wants to, but I can put a simple filter on my computer that says don't go to those websites. I don't understand why we can't do that. Who who's gonna enforce that? When the guy puts it on dot com, the, out, of, um, out of you know a uh, uh, alley in Bangkok or what have you, there's just there's no way to filter that out coming into our country with our with our internet providers. I don't think so. I mean, if you find it, but what? the bad guys are always a step ahead of the good guys. I mean, I, well, I name my hardcore sicko porn site uh, uh, nicepuppies.com. But if there was a if there was enough. Um, there's no restrictions on the porn on .xx. What would be, xxx? What would be the advantage? The all your audience that you want for your porn is over there. What would be the advantage to go into the other? Because they, if there's a monetary system based on clicks, they don't care how old the person is. By by putting it in a place that isn't gated off by the .xxx, they are able to farm more clicks. And however the economics so, of that works. Okay, that makes sense to me because there would be enough parents that wouldn't. You know, they wouldn't allow it into their home. Right. Uh, and then there'd be a billion clicks out there for high school boys, for instance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe uh, click farmer is the compromise for me, because I kind of like the uh, the modern world, and I kind of like a more old-timey small-town existence. So I want to become a farmer, but I don't know how to grow crops. Maybe I could be a click farmer. Just have In, a wall of 100 iPhones. Yeah, I'd have a, the coveralls and the straw hat <laughs> and a tractor and everything. And and a hundred iPhones or a thousand iPhones. This is a growing. We the people on this farm. This is a growing movement, by the way. There are a lot of Congress people looking into this and trying to figure it out. I, I, I would love for them to succeed in that. I, I, just, I would too. I, I, I haven't I, heard the solution. I actually wonder if it doesn't have to do with like people who are in Congress who are around a certain age, who kids are entering that age of the internet, who have all of a sudden decided, what can I do about this? I think that might yeah. be why it's bubbling up right yeah, now. Yeah, I think so. I think you're absolutely right. Uh, just a, a quick screed to all the the children listening to the show. Uh, I'm going to address the boys, and I'm going to talk about girls, because I'm a straight guy. Did you know that about me? Yep. Uh, hey, real women are great, and real relationships are great. They're kind of complicated and sometimes painful, but the the whole Internet thing, sick thing, oh, jeez, kids, it's not normal. It's really not normal. I can't even imagine... Coming to that first. Well, right. You start before your, you had a real adult relationship. I can't either. I can't either. You started there. Right. That was your introduction to what sex is. Right. Can't even imagine how that changes the way things look to you. You grow up thinking every baseball game includes a fist fight. 
and then you join your first baseball team, you're going to have a perverse view of what baseball is. Right. And, uh, yeah, it's it's troubling. And I got no solution for you. There's got to be a solution. Well, talk to your kids. There just has to be. Talk to your kids about porn. But a better one than that, though. There has to be even a That's better one best than that. You want a government solution. That's, you don't there want is parents no government. I thought you were blah, blah, blah. You're a libertarian. I hate you. I'll never listen to your show again. <laughs> yeah, you saved the time, man. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. Who's a funny guy? Was on Tucker Carlson last night, and they were talking about how they're in uh, Chaz in Seattle. Uh, they're going to have some sort of games or sports in there, and they're mocking like the Chaz Olympics. Really? The Chaz. Chaz. Chaz having their own Olympics and that sort of thing, and they got off on this. <clears throat> Mitt Romney, who, as uh, as you know, is I believe the first U.S. ambassador to the Chopistani people. He really fought hard for that uh, job. And as you know, he ran the Winter Olympics. He's actually uh, got managed to import a couple of the top uh, Winter Olympic sports into the Chop Summer Games. For example, we got the two-man luge. Uh, there's a bit of a difference. The, the guy on the bottom is one of the Chop residents, uh, but the guy on top is actually a statue of Christopher Columbus that they've toppled. <laughs> and so far in the pre- preliminary rounds, uh, I believe it's the uh, Richmond, Chris, Richmond, Virginia, Christopher Columbus statue that is in the lead. Uh, the Boston Christopher Columbus statue is close behind, but there's some technical dispute with the judges because that guy had his head decapitated, <laughs> and it's not clear whether a headless Christopher Columbus is actually eligible uh, for the two-man uh, luge. He also made the joke about their sporting event. There was a controversy when one of their... Uh one of them uh, got tested, and there was urine in their drug stream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Well, and something tells me Chapistan will have fellas identifying uh, as women, women in all the uh, women's events, because they won't dare, you know, crack down on that. So there was an attempt, apparently, <clears throat> I don't know how serious it was in Portland uh, overnight, late last night and this morning to try to get one of these going, uh, a chop, a takeover, and they got it shut down really fast, which is mm. a good idea. Because once it gets going and it grows, then you end up with real political problems uh, tr- trying to figure out how to navigate those waters. But uh, they, they let it get started in Seattle, and it continues, and this could be one of those things that's there for months, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah now, I'm I don't know how out. the businesses are going to deal with that if it... I don't know if some businesses close and some businesses who are more friendly stay there. Are they are they getting enough patrons in the day? Are enough regular people uh, <clears throat> able to and comfortable enough to walk through Chaz to go to these various stores? You can't drive down these streets anymore. No, no. I wonder. Although there's so little will in Seattle to do anything with bums and junkies and ne'er do wells. You know what we left out is that the autonomous zone they set up in Portland was right outside the mayor's apartment. No, oh, that makes a difference. And so the coppers moved in quickly, tore down the, okay, that uh, the makes, barrier. That makes a difference. Yeah, because I was kind of surprised that Portlandia, who's, uh, their very Twitter account has a rainbow police badge. Honestly. Um, I was surprised that they took such decisive action. Now I get it. So if they'd set up not in front of the mayor, they might still be there. Could be. Armstrong and Getty.
The Armstrong and Getty Show. We're not going to shut things down. The people don't want it. The politicians don't want it. But the public wouldn't support it. But that doesn't mean that we can't take targeted measures in places where it is spreading. So in Texas, for example, 25% um, of all the hospitalizations are between the age of 20 and 29. Um, in some parts of Texas around Austin, more than half of the infections are under the age of 30. The governor there has said that he thinks uh, bars are a congregate setting where a lot of the spread is taking place among young people. So you might take some targeted actions in the places where there are outbreaks mm -hmm. against those establishments where you might say, well, you have to go back to 50% occupancy or 25%. Maybe you close some establishments on a temporary basis. Those are targeted mitigation steps. We have to be willing to consider those kinds of targeted steps if we want to prevent these outbreaks from happening. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Dr. Gottlieb saying uh, they're not going to shut down patients. People don't want it. They wouldn't do it. That, that's interesting because we so willingly did it at the beginning. And now he's just saying people wouldn't do it. Well, we were sold a rationale for extreme closed down strategies that no longer seems to hold water. Yeah. So, yeah, we're willing to do something, which is probably not that again. So I find myself exhausted by the news flow. Uh, oh, tell me about it. And, you know, we live it because it's what we do for a living, but my, my wife barely uh, pays attention to the news at all, and she said she's exhausted by the news flow, and polls show everybody's exhausted by the news flow, and it's part of the whole... Part of it is... Um, you know what the difference is between a good... High school band and a bad high school band. I remember this from being in high school bands. Ah, I think I hear where you're going. Uh, is uh, dynamics. What? Uh, the, your bad high school band. Everything is played at the same volume okay. all the time. <laughs> you don't. You don't get quiet and then get loud and then get quiet and then somewhere in the middle. Just everything is the same volume, beginning to end. And that's the way the news is now. Everything comes at you at the same volume, as if everything is the most important thing happening in your life. And rather than Everything being elevated to important, it is going the other direction, at least in my mind, and I think in the nation's mind. Um, everything is being uh, is going down to, eh, just everything. You can't break through because everything's the same volume all the time. Right, right. Well, uh, you know, to spout the cliche, if everything is the biggest thing, nothing is the biggest thing. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know what fixes that. I don't know if I'll be able to find it quickly enough because it makes me insane, too, especially because I actually care about a lot of this stuff. Um, I think a lot of talking heads are just putting it on. Uh, in fact, we know some talk show hosts who uh, you, you were a conservative talk show host, then they got hired to a liberal place. Now they're they're a liberal talk show host. They're gutless, soulless, oh, lying. I, I know of one crap. in particular I'd like to name. We're both would, picturing the same guy, but that would put me at his level, and I don't want to be at his level because I wouldn't like the view from down there. Yeah, I'm trying to find in Matt Taibbi's fabulous piece that we talked about uh, the American press is destroying himself. He, in his usual fashion, as he's rather an eloquent fellow, was talking about um, the very uh, the very phenomenon we are, that everything is always the most important thing ever. And how that's, you know, another one of the real sins of modern so-called journalism. It's and been, I agree with him. It's been quite hilarious seeing people who, I guess, have only read that piece by Matt Taibbi coming at him on Twitter for being some sort of right mouthpiece. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Go, 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 go back through the years. Um, so does a lot of this get fixed? Democracy, media, all that sort of stuff with time and a, a reaction to the things. And it's just slower than we would like. That's what I'm hoping. That it's just the reaction will be there. It'll get fixed. It's just going to take longer than I would like. Yes, in that to a large extent, I think so. 
People get tired of the same volume of all the news. We start tuning out. Media outlets are desperate to try to figure out how to get people's attention. And they rediscover, and it might take 10 years, is that the way you can get and keep people's attention is by having some varying levels of intensity. <laughs> As opposed you to always hope. intense. You but it just hope. takes a long time to get there. I don't see it going that direction. Yeah, It's going in the direction of more and more targeted ideological bubble yelling. But we'll all go crazy. If we're if we're or all check out or check out if we're all being if our brains are being assaulted with stuff that reinforce this is a scary time it got even scarier while you were asleep last night things are even worse than they were yesterday if if our brains are assaulted with that every single day we'll go nuts we'll all be a bunch of anxiety cases we are we uh, are uh, yeah well and or people will tune out which will Open the door for the most brutal and cunning to take control of the country and twist it to their their ends, which is probably giving people anxiety, that sentence. And I apologize for that. But if we completely check out of the political process or it gets dumbed down even more, I don't know where it heads. I don't know where it goes. Probably not toward anything good. So the shift leader at a Taco Bell has lost their job. I still have not eaten at a Taco Bell, but. Come on. From what I understand, Give the bell a try. I understand it's just fantastic, authentic Mexican food. Oh, it is, too. Carefully prepared gourmet Mexican fare. Authentic. Just the, you feel like you're in Mexico. <laughs> you want to know how El Chapo with his billions ate? Go to a Taco Bell. So the shift leader at this Taco Bell in Ohio, well, shift leader for eight years, lost his job Monday after refusing to take off a Black Lives Matter face cover he wore to work. He wore the cover because the surgical masks provided to employees are inadequate when it's warm, he says. Anyway. Uh, and who are we about to hear him argue with? Uh, I believe this is his direct supervisor. Oh, man- so this is like uh, the manager on tape? The manager yeah. told him he had to take it off. Skinner refused, walked out of the restaurant. Skinner. Blah, blah, blah. Let's see how this sounds. You just fired me because I got a Black Lives Matter on. You just told me I had to no, go home because I got a Black Lives Matter on. You weren't going to take it off. I'm not. I'm not. Because I'm standing up for what was right. I'm not taking it off. Sammy said we could wear whatever mask. No, she did not. She said it had to be plain. You can't bring politics into the building. Bro, I'm not bringing politics in. This is what I'm standing for. Like, how is this considered politics? How is it not, Denzel? I'm not taking it off. Okay, well then there's nothing I can do for you. I'm just doing my job. You don't get it. You don't either. No, I do get it. No, you don't. Because if you did, this wouldn't be a problem. It's not that it's a problem with me, Denzel. It's a company thing. Man, I ain't trying to hear that. She's right, he's wrong, and calling her a Karen is racist and idiotic. So uh, Taco Bell is on the defensive, though. They've released a statement. Um, trying to under blah, blah, blah. You know, the, the things all these people say. And uh, some of social media is angry at Taco Bell and... You know how these things work. I do know how these things but work. But the main reason I want to play this is this is coming to wherever you work. It just is. So you probably ought to have a plan in place. That's a pretty good idea. Because uh, somebody's going to wear Black Lives Matter something or other. You're going to say our policy is no politics. Mm-hmm. And they're going to say, how is this politics? They're gonna, you're going to say, like she did, how is it not? <laughs> um, and, but And then you will have employees with Blue Lives Matter and White Lives Matter and you'll have employees with MAGA masks 
or, or hats or whatever, and and God knows what else. I don't know, but, but Biden twenty twenty. If he's still alive, <laughs> that's the T shirt I wear. Do we have our Biden if he's still alive clip? Wake from up! Me? Thank you. Wake up! Holy Thank cow! You. If Grandpa, if I gave him a birthday present and he said it like that, I'd think, oh my golly, he's really weakened. <laughs> anyway, on the Black Lives Matter uh-huh. thing, it doesn't matter if you can you can present these other political causes that you would not allow in the workplace for obvious reasons. Sure. And uh, it doesn't make any difference if if the you know if the wind is blowing towards everything Black Lives Matter is okay. You're you're done as a company. You can't. You got it. You got to allow that. Or at least you'll be battered. Now, if somebody actually like tries to turn this into a court case, you know, maybe that'll get worked out in the courts at some point. I, I, like if a lawyer takes up for this guy for 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 losing his job for wearing the Black Lives Matter thing. Um, see how a court rules on that. I guess. Is a company allowed to say no politics, no political anything in the workplace? Yes, absolutely, as long as it's uniform. As long as they apply it even-handedly to all people and all political beliefs. That is the one perfectly defensible position. Has that already been established? Is that, is oh, that yeah. I would think more so. defensible than you just wear what, wear what you want? Oh, yeah, because it'll oh. damage your business. Oh, yeah, you, that would never work. Oh, your work. business would be crushed. That would never work, because you're going to end up somebody with the Black Lives Matter, then somebody else is going to wear a, what's what's an opposite of Black Lives Matter? Oh, an All Lives Matter. Somebody else wears an All Lives Matter t-shirt. Well, they're, 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 if they're not actually fist fighting in the, in the cubicles. Well, then you, then you can fire them for fist fighting. <laughs> but what if they, okay, but if they don't fist fight and they just hate each other, I'm not sure that helps your... Am I not allowed to hate my coworker? <laughs> That'd be a new thing, wouldn't yeah. it? Uh, I I don't think it's good for for esprit de corps. Well, I don't whether you know I I don't even need to go there. Y- you can come up with a hundred examples of legitimate political beliefs. That'd be tough if you weren't allowed to hate your coworkers. That there's some sort of test. I'd have to quit. <laughs> I'd have to quit every job I've ever had. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Then there'd be no jobs. Uh, I mean, come have your bank employee is uh, wearing a hat to bring down capitalism. As they meet with all of your uh, your corporate customers, end capitalism now. What's capitalism your... is thievery. Whatever. It's no, no, no is the answer. <laughs> you can't. I wish you could uh, open a business and do your experiment of allowing people to wear political stuff and see how it works out. Well, I, I feel Maybe like it'd be fine. <laughs> it would somewhat sort itself out regionally, right? Like whatever your individual store's customer base would handle or tolerate, I think you could build your policies around that. Um, right, so you'd be much more likely to see a, a MAGA hat or an all right in, in 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 Trump states, and then you're more likely to see the the Black Lives Matter stuff in in your blue states. But you're gonna have one employee that wants to wear a Black Lives Matter in the Trump states. I'm not sure I like this. Uh, uh, it's unfair uh, framing. For me. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah, it's yeah. unfair framing. Let's all agree with that. But um, uh, if you that was one... the name of my art shop. <laughs> I tell people it was going to be sixty dollars to frame their uh, family portrait, and I'm charging three three hundred. No, like the, the all lives matter. I have a better fair framing, or I have a better price. I'm cheaper than everybody else, but you only get three sides on the frame. And I say, oh, you want the fourth one? Do you? Do you? It's another hundred dollars. This is unfair. Well, did you see the sign outside? It's unfair framing. It's give what me, we are. Give me much your back. It's my picture now. <laughs> I own it. You should have read the contract. You put mustaches on all the people. <laughs> Why'd you do that? I'd do whatever I want. It's unfair for Amy. <laughs> Where were we? Armstrong and Getty.
Show. Before we revisit old Joe Biden. Old Joe Biden. Came across this with Kroger, a picture picture of uh, Kim Jong-un's sister. I probably should know her name at this point. Do we know her name? Doesn't matter. Kim Jong-un's sister puts the cute back in execute. Oh, Jiminy. That's what, who want, who asked for a joke? This is a brutal dictatorship. <laughs> She's got to be the cutest evil dictator of all time, unless you're going to go back to some sort of queen or something that I you know, don't know what they look like. But Kim Jong, I think her name is? Um, it's not clear to me exactly how... Um, how powerful she is. What's her, what are, what's her portfolio, as they say? Don't know. Um, we might find out. Uh, so Joe Biden came out of his hole yesterday and did a little talking. I, I'm not um, as dismissive of that as a lot of people are. I think it's a sound strategy for running for president. I think it's the smart thing to do. If I was an advisor and wanted him to be president, it's what I would be advising. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you just make it. Uh, you, 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 for for a certain segment of voter out there, you just try to portray it as there's got to be something better than this with Trump. That's what I would do. Yeah, I and, hear you. And, and allow no negatives. And any time you have your candidate come out, there's a possibility of negatives. If your girlfriend's dating you and another guy and he's making a complete ass of himself, and that's, you know, the perception of Trump by some people, that you just mm, don't say a word, don't mm, let him uh, dig his own grave, as they say. Of course, you know. Depends who you ask. Anyway, he came out and gave a little speech yesterday, and this was his big rah-rah finish. Hello, say it right in bushwhacking. All right, Sean. America needs a president who will do the work. I'm ready on day one after more than three years in office. Why isn't Donald Trump ready? Mr. President, wake up. Get to work. There's so much more to be done. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. I've heard that and several then he times. Died. <laughs> 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 well, it was weird at the beginning that uh, weird how he runs the uh, runs the sentences together. I'm ready to go after three years in office. Why aren't you, Mr. President? I was like, oh, yeah, I know it's confusing. I didn't yes. know what he was talking about either, but uh. That is that makes Jeb Bush seem like Richard Simmons. <laughs> yeah, wow. That's uh, they're going for mellow. I think because we've been talking about this how the modern pace and the constant conflict and the screaming headlines and and let's face it, Trump keeps things stirred up. He does it intentionally. Sure. It just it gets a little exhausting after a while, and so they're going for calming, steady. Old Joe Biden, wake up. Thank you. You know, as the expression goes, I think they told him to take two aspirin and he took the whole bottle. Oh, yeah, but there's, you know, that's slowing down the pace, but you can't have a heart rate of 11. Uh, And thank you. (laughs) Was that the death rattle I heard? Gemini. Get him on a respirator. Somebody texted he's got TMB. Too many birthdays. (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, Joe Biden. Tell you what, he must have been something before electricity, huh? Uh, so if he does that, anything within a hundred miles of that on a debate stage, that could change the polls overnight. 
Mm. Assuming they have debates, assuming they have face-to-face debates. I don't, I don't know yeah, where well, it'll be. Uh, I just got a call. I'm playing in a golf tournament this weekend. They asked me if I'm willing to ride in a cart with my partner. Um, and we're, we're driving there together. We hang out all the time. I said, yes. They said, now we have plastic dividers we can put right down the middle of the cart. If you like, I said no. That's that's not necessary. So maybe they'll put uh, Trump and Biden in plastic boxes, huh. mic them up like they're at some sort of game show. Right. Hi, uh, this is Corn Pop. When I'm not trying to get my razor rusty in a rain barrel, I listen to Final Thoughts with Armstrong and Getty. See that? I had no idea Corn Pop was still around. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe. Okay. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. He presses the buttons in the control room, keeps us on the air. Michelangelo, final thought. Yeah, every time I eat a chalupa from Taco Bell, I feel like I'm standing in Mexico City. They're that authentic. Mm. Nice. Positive Sean, our producer. Final thought for us? I've been trying to get the uh, coronavirus <laughs> antibody test for about a week now. Every place I've gone to so far uh, starts with a questionnaire that figures out how likely you are to have it. And I've been denied every time because I've been answering honestly. So it's not even these testing numbers we're getting and in increased cases. They are only testing likely people. So th- it's even a higher number than the silly number than we've... I, I don't know if I'm making my point. But. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when you consider asymptomatic and... yeah. Uh, So much is still unknown. Jack, a final thought for us? I'm wondering if the mask controversy is about to come back as a couple of your major states like California are looking at going statewide mandatory masks. Are we going to get the whole, what was it called, the macho mask something or other and, uh, you know, people refusing to do it and it becomes a symbol of your... Yes, I would say that's coming in spades. It becomes a symbol of your politics, whether you wear the mask or not. Yes, and there will be fistfights, there will be arrests, there will be mayhem. I've seen humanity, I know humanity, and I don't like humanity. Uh, my final thought will be this note from Thomas we just got. Hey, Joe, you've become what you profess to dislike. You're a self-serving, pompous jerk. Wow. Well, fair criticism. Did they say around what comment or topic? Uh, no. No. That's fine. I okay. There are those who worship my very name, sir. <laughs> wow. We will put you in a room and have you fight to the death. Oh boy, Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Anybody who worships my name has something wrong with them. Ah, uh, so many people. Thanks for a little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. There's some great A and G swag. There's some fun and funny T-shirts, among other things. Also, uh, do we have the A and G masks yet? I don't know. Uh, we can. Uh, you can also email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. We'll take in the news today so you don't have to and talk about it tomorrow. God bless America. You having a good time? Okay, I, I did not say okay. that. I've sat here for over three hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> that sucks. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say how very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not uh, good. And just change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll be better tomorrow than we were today. Then we heard the words. It's over for me. Adios, mofo. Okay, so we're, we're, you're, we're dismissed, is that correct? Do you want to rephrase uh, what you're doing? Wake up. Thank you. Armstrong and Getty. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. 
If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.